0: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He's so good. He's so good. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, how many remember what we've been ministering on the past couple of weeks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Love. There you are. Love, love of love. God. The love of God. Yes. The love of God. God so loved this world mm-hmm. that He gave. He gave. He gave his best. He gave his most precious. He gave his only son. Yes. For us. Praise the Lord. Amen. As uh, not just to redeem mankind, but to demonstrate what love will do, how far love can go. And uh, then, then, After he demonstrated this and showed this, uh, he gave us the opportunity to partake of this love, Mm -hmm. this God love, this agape love, and we've been uh, looking at it, and last week we kind of looked in Ephesians a little bit, didn't we? In Ephesians chapter 3, we talked about how Paul prayed this prayer that's, That's just amazing. He prayed that the church at Ephesus, and we can pray this, of course, for ourselves and for uh, those of us in this church and beyond this church, right? right. He prayed that we would come to know and experience for ourselves this love. Amen. Amen. And of course, as soon as you get born again, you experience a measure of His love, right? Yes. You experience a portion of that love. Why? Because Romans five tells us when when uh, the Spirit comes to indwell in us, that the love of God is poured into our hearts. Mm-hmm. King James says it's shed abroad in our hearts. It's yes. it's 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 brought into our spirit, man. That love, that that agape, that that. Selfless type of, of giving love Amen. That, that God is. Amen. That love has been put into us. But Paul prayed that the church would start to see and understand, he said. I want them to comprehend something that passes natural knowledge. I, I want them to understand what the breadth of this love is. Mm-hmm what the length of it is, what, how high it goes, yes. and how deep it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In other words, it's more massive than our mind can understand. Amen. It's, it's so different than just natural love. Natural love is good, right? We love our kids. Uh, we love our spouse. We love our family. We love our friends, but we also love ice cream. We love pizza. You know, you know that that we we use that term love for a variety of reasons, yeah. and we need to in our in our spirits and in our minds we need to come to the realization that God's love that type of love that's on the inside of us that's different than natural love amen it's different than what we would say the world would call normal love and so we want to uh Take some time these weeks and look at what the scriptures say about love, what god describes, and he actually takes us through what love looks like, yeah. and so today we want to look at some of that everybody ready? I mean like strap in your seat belts uh, this might that might it might step on your toes, it always steps on my toes why because god 's love is just it 's different and Guess who doesn't like God's type of love? Uh, My flesh, for one, does not like God's love, uh, that type of love, that flow of love. Why? Because it goes against everything my flesh likes. My flesh likes me. (laughs) <laughs> it likes my comfort. It likes uh, when everybody is nice to me. It, you know, it likes when, when people do things for me. And God's love is so opposite of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, even natural love, even a, a mother's love for their child, it's all about how that child brings them joy. <laughs> you know, uh, there, there's, there's so much of s- selfishness in natural love. Yes. Yeah. And we want to study this. This subject, this, this flow, this force, this power that lives on the inside of us, this love, we wanna be so acquainted with this flow and how it looks and how it operates that at a moment's notice, we can let it rise up from the inside mm-hmm. of us. You understand we all have God's love in us. Yes. We have it, we have it. We don't have to pray for it. We don't have to, have to ask him for it. No. We just need to learn how to access it and let it flow out. Amen. Praise God. Amen. One of the ways to do that is to recognize what it looks like. <laughs> Amen. To know what it is. Mm-hmm. So this morning, let's look in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Praise the Lord. He's good today. His word is good. And his word is always true, as we've already said today. So, so we're going to take this truth to ourselves today. And we're going to put it into practice in our life. Yes. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Of course, uh, last week we looked at the first verse of, of chapter 14, uh, which says pursue love. Pursue love. And, and in, the, in the Amplified, my goodness, it talks, a, talks about making love your aim, mm-hmm. your great quest, yes. uh, chasing after this love, making it a huge focus of your life because it is supposed to be the focus of our life. Praise God. But uh, before that verse in 1 Corinthians 14, 1, we, we have all of chapter 13, which kind of gets into the nitty gritty of what this love looks like. And in, in verse 1, we're just going to hopefully read the whole chapter to start with, and then we'll, we'll get into some things. But verse, verse 1 of chapter 13 says this, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I'm a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith, so as to remove mountains, but have not, what? Love, I'm nothing. Mm -hmm. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, that would be to be a martyr for Christ, right? But if I don't have love in that act of martyrdom, I'm nothing. Love is patient. Mm -hmm. And kind. Love does not envy or boast. Love is not arrogant or rude. Uh oh. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable (laughs) or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Yes, yes. Love bears all things. It believes all things. It hopes all things. It endures all things. Love never ends. Amen. Other translations say, Love never fails. Mm-hmm. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it's going to pass away. What is he talking about? I thought we wanted prophecies and tongues, and I certainly want some knowledge. When we get to heaven, those things that, that we needed here on earth, we're going we're to walk in a measure of knowledge that we just don't have here. Right. We're not going to need prophecy. We have the great one right there with us in heaven, right? Uh, So he's talking about this this time in heaven. We're not going to need these things, but love is always going to be a part. In verse 9, it says, We know in part and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes... The partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we see face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know fully, even as I've been fully known. So now, here in this earth, faith, hope, and love abide; these three, but the greatest of these is love. And then he goes on to tell us to pursue it. The greatest of these. There's, there's not too many times in the Bible where you see uh, this is the greatest. This is the thing. This is the primary way. This is the thing above all else, right? Right. But when it comes to this subject of love, (laughs) he says this is top. Mm -hmm. This is foremost. This is primary. This is the greatest. You can give everything away, but if you don't have love, it was for nothing. You can have such faith that that you can move a mountain. And if you don't do it with love, it comes to nothing. Mm -hmm. What do you mean it comes to nothing? You move the mountain. But according to God, if things aren't done in our lives through this vehicle of love, through this motive of love, it doesn't count to him as anything. It's as if you didn't do it. Yikes. Oh, so, so we, want, we want to be doing everything we do with this lo- the love of God, mm-hmm. this motivation behind anything we do, any of our giving, when we give our tithes and offerings, we do it out of love for God. Yes. Yes. When, we, when, we, uh, when we help someone else w- with whatever they need help with, we do it because the love of God uh, moves us mm-hmm. to do those things. Yes. God says that's the greatest flow. That's the way God can get into situations. Mm-hmm. That's the way God moves on this earth. The only problem is, like we've already said, our flesh doesn't like it very much. Because a lot of times it steps on our toes. That's right. It doesn't always feel great. Right. Yeah, that's true. And so with with that in mind, we're going to kind of dig into, uh, we're going to start here in verse 4 and look at these characteristics of love. I like to look at these in different translations. Uh, because it just brings out different ways of looking at things. And we've looked in the Amplified. The Amplified is a wonderful, the Amplified classic is a wonderful translation of the, these few verses. But today I want to look at the Wiest translation, if we could. And I know not many of you have that in your devices or with you, so I actually uh, have it on the screen so we can look at this. And uh, It it starts out swinging. (laughs) Praise the Lord. It says this Love meekly and patiently bears ill treatment from others. Thank you very much for coming today. (laughs) Um. Love meekly and patiently bears ill treatment from others. Jesus was trying to teach on love when he was ministering to his disciples and those followers. And and he was trying to get them to see these things. And he'd say things that just made them scratch their heads they didn't even understand. He'd say things like, if someone strikes you on the cheek, turn the other cheek, and let him strike you there, too. He said, if someone steals your coat, offer him your shirt as well. Oh, that, that, was, that, that was hard for the natural mind to wrap around. He was trying to show them this love, this, this, this agape, this giving, is going to do things your natural mind's would never think to do. Mm -hmm. And as Americans in this country, not just Americans, pretty much anybody uh, who has been on social media or or has been around uh, this past decade or two, this attitude of it's all about me and if you don't do something that I like, I'm going to let you know. And if you do something that belittles me, that takes from me, that makes me feel bad, I'm going to come alive. And what do they mean by that? Their flesh (laughs) is going to come out swinging, right? Um, Nowadays, we see, I don't know, I, I do watch the news from time to time, the the evening news, right? And the, the, almost all the time, they have something about uh, how we're trying to stop bullying in schools, right? Uh, why? What well, was a bully do? He, he's supposedly bigger than everybody else, right? And he's going to call names, he or she, Be either right they're gonna call names they're gonna say things they're gonna maybe even beat on you know hit on some some of the little kids or things like that how many understand that's not right right I'm not saying bullying is okay but we've carried that over into well if that happens we've got to hit back we got to come back swinging But that's not what Jesus said love does. Not God's love. God's God's love will meekly and patiently bear ill treatment. That means if your boss just lets you have it. According to the flow of God's love, we are not, supposed to just give it back. Right? right. Isn't this fun today? <laughs> ah. Helpful. Love meekly. Not weakly. Weak weak, as in like uh, not strong. Actually meekness is, is quite, it takes great strength to be meek. Yeah. That means it just stands there and takes. If somebody's <coughs> verbally hashing you, you just stand there and you you allow the love of God that's in you. You think greater is he that's in me than the hate that's in them. Greater's the love that's in me than the ugliness. That's in them. Greater is the peace in me (laughs) than what's coming out of them. Oh, my goodness. And you stand there and you smile. And you might even say, if it's your boss, if it's someone that's over you in authority, you might even say, yes, sir. Thank you and everything in your flesh is going to be screaming, give them everything that's in you, right? Tell them off. Tell them where to go. Tell them what to do. Pick up your stuff out of your desk and walk out. But God's love... will meekly with quiet strength and patiently bear ill treatment. Oh, hallelujah. I know I'm, I'm talking to people who have done this before. Sometimes we've encountered things and we've flat failed. I'm the first one to stand in line, right? But the more we understand what this love is, the more we'll be able to tap into it at a moment's notice. I have watched my husband at different times demonstrate this. There'll be some times where he's had employees that just, whether it's on the phone or in person, just verbally go off and he just stands there. And he'll say, I understand. but this is what we're going to do. And I'm like I'm like if I, if that were me I'm like let me Adam. <laughs> and my husband will just if I'm anywhere near he'll just <laughs> have his hand there. He goes he'll just be like I understand. But that's not what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. And when that response comes out like that, it's amazing the other person, most of the the time, will almost instantly change. They'll be like, oh yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have gotten. And I'm like, whoa, that just, that went different than I thought, because I thought somebody was pulling out a gun, I thought there was gonna be a, you know, I thought this was going down like 911. But his response completely changed the response of the other person. Why? He tapped into God's love. He responded the way God would have, the way Jesus would have. Meekly, patiently bears ill treatment from others. It's kind. Love is kind. Love is kind. Can we say that? Love Love is is kind. kind. Sometimes I have to remind myself of that when I'm out and about. Love love is kind. That That means the love that's in me is kind. That means Amy is kind. Oh, Amy is kind. I have to remind myself of that sometimes, right? Amy is kind when she's driving down the road. Amy is kind. With, with the gentleman on the phone from whatever country he is from, when I've been on hold for 60 minutes. Amy is kind. Why? Because the love of God is in me. Yes. And love is kind. Yes. Yes. Helping me today. I'm just yes. gonna preach to me. You can take it if you'd like it. Love is kind, gentle. Everybody say gentle. gentle? Gentle. You know, when we're we're training a baby, <laughs> you know, what to do and what not to do, and they take they take a toy and they bang it on the glass table. <laughs> You're like, oh gentle, right? What are we saying? Uh, not so harsh. Yeah. Not harsh. Yes. Not so hard. Oh, Jesus. Right? Amen. Gentle. Yes. hmm yes. Oh. But that's not my personality. Some might say, Praise the Lord. you know, funny thing in that whole chapter that we just read, I didn't see anything about our personalities exempting us yeah. from the love of God. Yeah. You know, uh, if you have faith to move mountains, but you don't have love unless your personality really just gravitates towards faith and not love, then you're okay. No, actually, he said the greatest of these things is love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amen. Paul prayed, "I, I want, I oh, guys, I need you to understand how big this is, mm-hmm. how, how how wide it is, how 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 high it reaches, how deep it goes," and and in 1 Corinthians he writes, "I need you to know that love never fa- it never fails." If we'll learn to walk in this love, if we'll learn to uh, demonstrate yes. this love to others, it never fails. It always leaves a mark. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. It always changes situations when we'll learn to respond with His love. But it's a learned response. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always happen automatically. Because we live in a flesh body, (laughs) which loves to come alive, right? (laughs) Mine does. Loves to shine. (laughs) But love is kind, gentle. I like this word, benign. benign. You know, in the medical field, you've got... You, you know, if you can have a, a cyst or a growth on the inside of you and you get it tested, right? They want to know, is it benign or malignant, right. right? Benign means even though it's there, it's never going to hurt you. Right. It's never going to do anything. Right. Malignant, what does that mean? It means if you leave it there, it's going to take over. It's going to spread. It's going to move. It's not going to stay where it is. It's going to... Well, the biggest thing that we say is that of malignancy is cancer, right? Yes. It eats everything it gets its hands on. Mm-hmm. But the love of God is benign. benign. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. It's not going to destroy... It's never going to take somebody down. It's never going to cut the knees out from somebody. God's love is always going to uplift yes, amen. and help. Look at this. God's love is to pervade and penetrate our whole nature. Our whole nature. That means it's to affect our flesh. Yes. And it's going to mellow, look at this, <laughs> mellowing all which would have been harsh and austere. Yeah. I like that. God's love can mellow us. Yes. yes, thank you, Lord. It can temper us, right? There's times, I like to watch cooking shows, there's times where they temper chocolate. Why, why they, they take it to a certain temperature carefully. they don't just shock it, you know, right? You don't melt it and then throw it in the freezer because it's going to mess it up. You have to temper it. You have to bring it to a certain temperature carefully, slowly. God's love, if we will allow it, it will temper us. It will mellow us. It will take our flesh and help it calm right down. Mm, God's love is so powerful. Yeah. It's so amazing. And when we learn to tap into this love and let it, f- just let it flow. Just let it go. God's love. Mm-hmm. It won't just mellow us. It'll change situations. Amen. <laughs> Mellowing all which would have been harsh and austere. Love isn't envious. You know, you might get to some of these ver- the the words and, and these descriptions and think, well, I don't have any trouble with envy. Well, what about the other things? You know, there's certain ones that will hit different ones of us differently, That's right? right? <laughs> I I've never been too uh, in just naturally, I've never been like a person to very to be envious of others. I mean, if they have it, great. And that means that eventually I can have it too, that's right? right? That, that's just been my natural temperament. Amen. Other people might have more difficulty with that. But uh, that other stuff about love being kind and gentle and <laughs> soft and not harsh, and, and you know, that, that I, I need to pull on that one. I need to remind myself of that one a little bit more, Right. Yeah. So all of these characteristics, there's going to be some that uh, some of us need more than others. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. That's why the list is long. It says love does not brag. <laughs> oh, oh, love does not brag. You know, the first couple verses where it talks about how you can give away all that you have. But if you don't do it in love, right. mm-hmm. it's nothing. Right. right. Why? Because even in Christian circles, people do things to be seen. Yes. Yes. Uh, Even in the fivefold ministry, there's or different things. You might say, "Well, I prayed for so and so, and they were healed because I'm such a great faith person." No, 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 no. Anything we do should give glory to God. Yes. Right. To God. I prayed they were healed. God's amazing.
1: That's right?
0: Right? right? That's right. Like uh, we just had some testimonies today about that. God's all, that. You put all the glory on him. Why? Because God's love doesn't brag. It's not bringing attention to themselves. Right? Oh, here we go. It doesn't show itself off. It's not ostentatious. It does not have an inflated ego. Matter of fact... With God's love, our ego shouldn't be there, That's right? Yeah. right? right. Yeah. Why? Because God's love is selfless, meaning self is not there. Yes. Your self, your flesh is less, <laughs> lower than God's love, Amen. Right? right? Selfless love. Oh, glory to God. All right, that was just one verse. Let's go to the next one. (laughs) Love does not act unbecomingly, Amy. Love does not act unbecomingly, Amy. Amy, love does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek after the things which are its own. Mm. This is... When the... People of God, when, when the church, uh, Dr. Dufresne used to say this over and over. He said, if, if the church needs carpet and I need carpet, the church get carpet first. In our household, we just, we give and we give until, yes. well, the church gets what they need first. Then we do what we need. What was he saying that you can never have carpet? No, he wasn't saying that. He was saying that love puts God's things first. Love puts others first. Yes. You understand there's a balance. God, God wants us to be blessed. He wants us to have all of our needs supplied, right? He said he supplied all of our needs. There's vast provision it's not like we can't have things because we have to constantly give to other people. That's right. But if we'll constantly put God's love first, yes. if we'll look to Him, and if He's dealing with us to give this first, mm-hmm. then you understand God's love is amazing. It never fails. It never, never fails. fails. It never fails. never fails. So if He's dealing with us, give this first, put that First, then you understand he's setting you up that's right. for all of your needs to be supplied as well. Yes. But it's motivated by love, not by if I give, I'll get. Great. Does that make sense? Yes. And that's why I'm saying everything we do has to be from this, this standpoint of, God, what's your love directing me to do? Mm-hmm. Oh, it will transform our lives. It transforms the way we conduct oh, ourselves. So we don't seek after things which are our own. Love is not irritated. Praise the Lord. I'm going to write that down somewhere on my phone, like oh, big in my, my, yeah. my screensaver, right? Love is not irritated, it's not provoked. Oh, why? Because our flesh can be provoked, right? <laughs> it can be poked. You know, the enemy loves to poke you. Yeah. And if you come alive when he pokes, if he hits the right button, right? Uh, he'll keep going. He'll just keep doing it every day. He'll find another person to help poke that button because. He watches your flesh come alive. Well, here, the love of God will mellow that, right? It will help to remove the buttons of your flesh. So there's nothing there to press anymore. And the enemy can't get you to budge out of this bubble of God's love. Praise the Lord. It doesn't seek after things which are its own. It's not irritated, not provoked, not exasperated. Uh-oh, not aroused to anger. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I lo- That's an interesting way to say it, aroused to anger, yeah. right? Yeah. Because somebody's stirring the pot as I like to say, to try and get you to a fit of anger. That's right, yeah, that's right. And you might think, (laughs) again, you might say, it's just my temperament, my dad got angry quick, my grandpa got, we're Irish, we're Italian, we're this, we're that, (laughs) (laughs) right? I've heard it all. Yes, yes. You know, you, you've got somebody who's, who's uh, a, a man, perhaps, who's rather large in his build, and he has a small wife, and when he gets angry, he just lets her have it, so to speak, with his fist. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you put that man around somebody bigger than him, yeah. and all of a sudden he's able to control his anger. Whereas he said before, I just can't help it. It just comes out. That's right. No, everything can be controlled, but we don't do it in natural strength. Mm -hmm. We do it with God's love. Yes, Yes. amen. Amen. Glory to God. And God's love keeps us in a place where devil. You you understand? It's not the people. It's the enemy behind stirring the people to try and. Push those buttons. And you can stand there and you can just, in, you don't have to say it out loud. You can just meditate on the inside and, and have your mind think, nope, God's love's greater than this. God's love's greater. They're going to try and get me angry, but they can't do it. Mm-hmm. They, they can't do it. Why? Because God's God's greater. It, when we start to understand how big his love is, that's why Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus. I need you to, to see this. It's so big. It's so much bigger than your flesh. It's so much bigger than your personality. It's so much bigger. And if you'll just step into this love and understand and know this love, you can draw on that strength. Mm-hmm. Of the love of God in you, and it's greater. It never—it's great. It's always there for you to walk in, to draw on. So, no matter what the enemy tries to stir up, no matter who says what or does what in your life, you can pull on this strength of His love. You cannot be irritated. You can choose. Oh, yes. Amy can choose to not be irritated. Glory to God. Ha. Amen. <laughs> and my husband gives glory. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because all of us have flesh. Yeah. All of us have flesh. And that's why we go over these verses from time to time because we Amen. all have flesh and if we don't remind ourselves of what's in us it's already there. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. We'll never walk in all that God has for us to walk in. Not irritated, provoked, exasperated, aroused to anger. It does not take into account the evil which it suffers. Yep oh, wait a minute, you mean there's going to be some suffering involved in this? Yeah, you know what suffers? Your flesh. And that's not a bad thing. Right? Paul said, at one point, said, I buffet my body. I'm, one translation says, I make it black and blue. Yes. I beat it to what he said, I put that flesh under and walking in love is a good way to make sure that flesh gets put under. Yes. And, when, and when I said, you know, this sometimes steps on our toes. I, I mean, to actually walk this love out, our flesh is, it's gonna, it's gonna yeah. mm, because our flesh wants to Hmm. Mm. Right? If we're not going to swing our fists, we're at least going to let something come out of our mouth. But that's not God's love. That's not love. And your flesh will cry. It might, in turn, you might have an internal fight going on because your head will be saying. Let me at him. Just just give me 60 seconds outside of God's love. Just just 60 seconds. Just let me step out. Forget you're a Christian for 60 seconds. Let him go. And then he can step right back in. No, 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 no. Praise the Lord. I'm not going to take into account any evil done to me. Even if my flesh hurts because of it. Even if things in my life temporarily suffer because of something someone's done to me, what if someone takes something from you? What if somebody rips you off? What if an employee or your employer, your, you know, your boss, what, what if they do something they don't give you all that's due you? I mean, this is where the rubber meets the road for us. This is where we're, we're either going to do this word or not. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And this is where we are all learning. <laughs> right? right? There have been situations I've been in and I come out and think, "Ooh, I didn't do that so well. <laughs> And then there have been other situations I've been in where I've, I've actually tapped into the love of God and watched yes. it change situations. Yeah. Yes. And then even if that person thought they won by taking something from us or yeah. doing something ill towards us, God always makes it up yeah. if we'll react correctly. Amen. God will always fix things even if it's not through that relationship he will always bring blessing and help. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. Mm. We got one more slide? All right, we're going to go through it really quick. (laughs) Love does not rejoice at the iniquity, but rejoices with the truth. It endures, everyone say it, all things. It believes all things. It bears up under all things. It doesn't lose heart. And it doesn't lose courage, nor courage. It should say, I've typed this in. It's my typo. Bears up under all things, not losing heart nor courage. It takes courage to step into this love. It takes something on the inside of you that's bigger than you. Thank God, God is bigger than you. Amen. Yes. Not losing heart nor courage. Love never Amen. fails. Glory. Wow. Those are, guys, that's just four verses. Amen. <laughs> four verses describing this love, yeah. this agape. Yeah this love that's on the inside it's already on the inside Amen. of yes. us it's already oh. there you don't have to feel it Mm-mm. you don't have to even like it it's in there it's in there, it's in there. Right. and we can choose to tap into it we can choose ah to bring it forward Glory to God! You know the one thing about preaching on this subject that always uh, concerns me is that God always gives us opportunity ah, amen. to put into practice that which we've been hearing. Thank you, Lord. And so, you know, sometimes I think of certain subjects, and I'm like, "Oh, I don't think I want to preach on that." <laughs> because you know up comes the next situation but you understand God prepares us ahead of time for any situations he yes. he sees ahead he knows what's coming he knows yes. what the enemy's going to try to do and he's trying to put us in positions where we will we'll respond correctly why cuz love never fa- it never fails yeah. that means when we respond with God's love that situation no matter what somebody's trying to take from you, it's only going to help you. It's going to enhance you. It's going to increase you in ways you couldn't have been increased before because you put God's love. You chose to put God's love into action. This is amazing. And that's why Paul said, you guys need to pray this. I pray this for you all the time. I bow on my knee and say, God, help them to know the love that's in them. Yes. That they'll see how big this is and how they can walk in it. Because it will transform every part of their life. That's right. Why don't you stand to your feet? Praise amen. the Lord, Father. Thank you for the love that's amen. in us. Thank, Thank you. you for showing us and teaching us and helping us to know this. We can walk in your love. We can do this. We can do all that you've called us to Beautiful. do. Thanks. We're so grateful for it. Thank you for teaching us this. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You're dismissed.